Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Hello, hello. Welcome to Joyful Courage, the conscious parenting podcast where we tease apart being parents and humans in the world and that wild adventure that ensues. I am your host, Casey O'Rourke. I'm a positive discipline trainer. I'm a parent coach and speaker, writer, also the parent of two teenagers trying to embrace my imperfection as I raise them to be functioning, contributing members of society one day. I'm super glad that you're here. Welcome. If you're a new listener, hi, welcome. What you will find in the upcoming show is what is pretty typical around here. Uh, I, of course, went into the episode thinking I was going to talk about one thing, but because of events and experiences the morning of the recording, I really had to speak into what was on my heart. And that's really what you get with Joyful Courage. Um, Yes, you get the parenting tools and strategies, but even deeper than that, you get a really raw, candid experience. And my goal is always for my listeners to feel seen and heard um, and felt, right? I want my listeners to feel like when they're listening, especially to the solo shows, that there's an experience of, oh, yes, you are speaking into the experience that I am also having. And so I don't think this week will be any different. I really hope that you enjoy the show. I also want to encourage you If you have any questions or feedback for me, you can always email me at casey at joyfulcourage.com. I respond to all the emails that I get from fans and listeners. Another thing that would be hugely beneficial to the podcast is if you jump into iTunes and you'd leave a review, a five-star review would be fantastic. Let me know and let others know what you love about the show. The more reviews the show gets, the more it is shown to other people who are looking for shows on Patreon parenting and the parenting journey. So if you could do those things, that would be fantastic. Uh, We're moving into the fall and I'm just really, as usual, humbled and honored to get to serve you, to be in relationship with you um, and to share the podcast with you. So enjoy the show. All right. Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 243. Oh my gosh. It feels, I think I said this last week, but it feels really wild to say episode 243. I am in awe that we've been doing this together long enough for me to have put out 243 podcast episodes. So thank you for being here and for listening. Thank you to those of you that have been with me from the beginning, um, those early days. Thank you for 
living through my uh, learning the technology curve and getting better at audio. Thank you, thank you. And thanks to the patrons that are here live today. So new listeners, um, I have this awesome benefit to becoming a Joyful Courage patron. One of the things uh, that comes with that patronage is that when I do solo shows, I live stream them. So I've got a couple people, Jill and Danielle are watching live as I record this episode. So wanting to say hello to them. There may be a couple more people that jump in as we go. Uh, And that's really fun. If you are someone who's interested in finding out more about being a Joyful Courage patron, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Joyful Courage. And there you can find out the different tiers and benefits you get with each tier. It's pretty awesome. So thank you to all my patrons for supporting the podcast the way you do. So I'm going to be super honest with everybody. I came into this week thinking that I wanted to talk about The Social Dilemma, the movie. Have you watched it? And I do want to talk a little bit about it, but I also want to speak into kind of more current, just some things that are sitting on my heart that I just feel like would be useful to share uh, with the community Before I get into any of that, though, I want to welcome all the new listeners who found me through the Positive Parenting Conference. Um, It was super fun to do that interview and to be featured alongside some of my parent education idols. It was really cool. Dr. Shafali was one of the speakers. Tina Bryson was one of the speakers. Uh, I felt really honored to be on the virtual stage with all of them. So I just want to say if you have found the podcast and the Joyful Courage community through the Positive Parenting Conference, welcome. I'm so glad to have you. I spoke about uh, the emotional regulation of being a parent (laughs) and the three B's practice. And if you're new to the podcast, I would encourage you to Google Joyful Courage three B's. I've done a couple of podcasts about that practice. And yeah, you can find more if you just Google. um, If you just Google that, you'll find it. And Jill said, it was a great talk. You were so calm. (laughs) Thanks, Jill. Yeah, you know, I really, really enjoy being interviewed. I love getting the mic out and talking about what I'm passionate about and speaking directly to people. And I really believe that this is what I'm called to do in this life. So thank you, Jill, for that comment. I was calm because this is what I do. This is what I do, and I love it. I love talking about the parenting journey. Um, Yeah, so welcome. This podcast is sponsored by Factor. Are you old enough to remember TV dinners? They came in those tin trays and each part of the meal had its own little compartment. I remember eating those and watching Happy Days, followed by Three's Company, maybe a little Laverne and Shirley. I am that old. Well, the situation has been totally upgraded by Factor. Factor makes 
delicious, ready-to-eat meals. And unlike those quick meals of the past, every meal from Factor is fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including meals that are calorie smart, protein plus, and keto if that's your thing. Also, there's more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. In my last order, we got red chicken chili tamale bowls and Italian sausage pizza casserole, as well as other delicious meals that my family loved. Plus, there's breakfast and smoothies and all sorts of other add-ons to make life simpler while also keeping it healthy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use code joyful50 to get 50% off. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50 to get 50% off. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Also, Social Dilemma. So there's this movie that's streaming on Netflix right now. If you're still uh, on Netflix, if you still use Netflix, know that there's this documentary that is available. And I watched it two about 10 days ago with my family. And it's just all about how the big social media platforms are using the users. And I think we all know that we're being used, right? I mean, we all know that there are certain things about social media that are designed to keep us engaged, to keep us scrolling. Um, we know this. But this movie really takes it next level and really teases apart just how sophisticated the software is and kind of shifts the focus of, you know, oh, yeah, we that the product are these as if we think, you know, we we are the deciders, um, the products are these social media platforms. But in reality, they talk about how actually, we our attention is the product and the, uh, the real users of social media are the 
advertising companies, right? Or companies that want us to buy things, that want to influence how we're thinking. And I watched it with my family and um, it really sparked some powerful conversation. It's really cool too. There's the documentary piece, which highlights ton, like a bunch of ex-executives, ex-engineers, ex-developers from Google and Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest. Um, and then, and they really speak candidly about how in the early years specifically, they were designing these platforms to do everything they could to manipulate the user. I mean, there really isn't a prettier way of saying that. That is what they designed these platforms to do. And as things exploded and expanded and they continued to see, and they continued, because they were also users of the product, right? So they started to see their own practices and started to become uncomfortable right? Like started to feel like we should probably have a conscious. We should probably maybe recognize that we are advertising to children. We should, you know, like things started to come up for these ex-former executive CEOs, COOs, and they have since, many of them have since left those positions. And now like one of them is um, the co-founder of a, an app called Moment, which is designed to support people in um, reducing their screen use. I highly recommend it. I'm not being paid to say that. Too bad for me. <laughs> but uh, I would check that out. And then there's another company. I think it's called the Humane Use of Technology. I don't know if that's what it's called. But there were a couple people who were highlighted in the documentary that um, that's there. They founded this this other company that really focuses on how to put humans first rather than corporations and um, executives and such. So Social Dilemma is great, I think. I thought it was really good, um, specifically around having conversations with my kids, right? And like what, you know, asking them, what are you going to do? What does this make you, how does this make you think about your use? What are you noticing? My son has since um, gotten rid of TikTok and Snapchat. I don't know how long the Snapchat release will be, but we'll see. He just, you know, is uncomfortable with how sucked in he gets, which, yay, yay, I've really gotten critical about my own use because I am not a parent who isn't using these apps. I am a fellow human who absolutely gets sucked into these apps. So I'm being more critical with my own use. And it's just, again, you know, I think, and this is something I talk about with my clients who are navigating screen time with their kids. I think something that's really important to remember is it's not just one conversation right? It's many conversations. It's creating an environment where checking in on screen time, checking in on how are things going, prompting curiosity and self-reflection is just the norm in the family, right? That's the goal. And we're going to talk so much more about all of this in a couple of weeks when the Teens and Screens mini summit goes live. And actually, what's the date? It's actually on this recording, we start two weeks 
from today, but when this gets published next Monday the 5th, we will have one more week before the Teens and Screens Mini Summit goes live. And I just want to encourage all of you, I know there's a cost attached to it. Jill can't wait for it. Jill, I'm so excited too. Uh, It's a very low cost for a very high value. So I've got five um, amazing experts, international experts. I can say that because one of them lives in France. (laughs) So it's international. Um, Whose work it is to work with families around technology, staying safe, um, creating guidelines, monitoring, understanding gaming and social media, um, Yeah, I mean, five really powerful, really useful audio conversations. So it's not something where you have to sit and be somewhere and watch. It goes directly to an audio file and you can listen at your leisure. It's not a certain time of day. You will get um, each interview, you know, the first interview on Monday, second interview on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you own those interviews. So don't worry about having to cram them all in in a certain time frame. Don't worry about missing anything because once you invest in the summit, the summit is yours. The summit is yours. And it is $29 up front. If you register before the first day and after the first day, the price goes up to $49. So I am so excited about this summit. I think it's going to be so useful to so many parents. I actually, before every single interview, I went into the Live in Love with Joyful Courage Facebook group and said, hey, I've got this interview happening. We're talking about teens and their attachment to their cell phone. What are your questions? We're talking teens and gaming. What are your questions? And so every single interview, I went directly into the community to find out what you wanted me to speak into with my guest. So this is content, you know, created, facilitated by me, but really designed by the needs and wants of the community. So this is real stuff, right? This is real awesome content. If you want to sign up, go to joyfulcourage.com slash T-S-M-S, joyfulcourage.com slash T-S-M-S, and that will get you all registered for the Teens and Screens Mini Summit. And if you watch Social Dilemma and you're freaking out, (laughs) you should also do the Teens and Screen Summit because it'll make you feel empowered and inspired and gives you like really tight action steps to take in support of your family and their technology diet. Okay. Um, Yeah. So like I said, my plan was to come in here and really spend the whole time talking about Social Dilemma and the um, social media nightmare slash, I mean, I say that, but guess what? I kind of love social media. I mean, I'm on it. I love connecting with people over social media. I really love holding my community forums in social media. So it's really a mixed bag and it's a question of how to use it versus letting it use me. Um, However, I am simultaneously as I parent and run Joyful Courage, I'm also, as you know, uh, caregiving. My husband um, has multiple myeloma, 
And today was actually our, he's getting a stem cell transplant. And today, um, things got really real. And uh, for the next uh, five to six weeks, um, he's in this really intense treatment process. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I know because of the people that I work with, as well as my own inner social circle, as well as my own you know, family of origin, that we are all um, in a place of holding a lot of things together and being pulled in a lot of different directions. Um, for me right now, it's being a caregiver outside of my home with my husband while also parenting my two teens from a distance while also running my business and creating content and doing the things I need to do for my clients and my upcoming um, programs. And for the most part, I can dance with those things pretty well. Um, I don't really think that I stifle my emotions. I have a fantastic self-care routine. Um, and today, as part of the treatment, we get to meet with a social worker, my husband and I. And so we did that today. And he just really nonchalantly was like, well, how's it going? And, you know, one of my kids is having a little bit of a hard time. And I started speaking into it. And, um, you know, I thought about a friend, a good, good friend of mine who had to take her child to inpatient treatment last week. And I thought of another a client of mine who is struggling with some really big um, custody choices with her daughter. And I thought of you know, kids that I know go to school with my son who are, he was sharing with me, you know, about some of the drug use and the mental health issues. And I just felt this, and I can feel it right now as I speak, like this weight on my chest. And um, uh, yeah, and I feel like there is... Um, space, you know, and the social worker was like, you know, it's okay to fall apart. And my husband said, it's okay to fall apart. And as I've shared about our journey, very candidly, you know, I've noticed that when people have said it's okay to fall apart, I am like, yeah, but I don't need to. <laughs> like I am I'm good. I'm good. And I feel like it's not like no no no, I don't want to. I don't I don't know. It doesn't feel like I'm trying to pretend anything. I've been pretty candid. I am pretty candid and transparent. And like how do we make room to fall apart? 
How do we do that? Um, because I know one thing is I am holding the tension um, for my family, right? Like, I feel like the way that I'm navigating, and maybe this, maybe I'm full of myself. Maybe this is like, get over yourself. You're not that important. <laughs> but I do feel like uh, I'm one of, I'm, I'm kind of a pillar for my family. And so like, if I'm, if I can keep it together, then everybody else can keep it together. Now, nobody has actually said that to me, but that's what I've decided in my head. Which gets in the way of being willing to fall apart. And then there's like like an energetic. Um, there's like this energetic wall too. Like I can almost feel the emotion and then something kind of holds it back. Yeah, and Danielle in the chat is saying that this is landing for her too. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just really curious... And maybe, like, I know there's people that listen that are really into hand-in-hand parenting, that parenting program. And one of the things that they talk about in hand-in-hand parenting is is crying as a release of emotion and energy. And actually, they found um, adrenaline, adrenaline, cortisol, not adrenaline, cortisol in our tears. Um, and when we're stressed, our brain creates more cortisol. And so crying is actually a way of releasing cortisol. So maybe I need to watch a movie that's super sad so that I can have a big cry so I can prompt that big emotional release and see how I feel after that. Um, But I just like I'm speaking into this because I know that I'm not the only person, you know, that is holding so much right now. Uh, There's like this underlying foundational stress because um, freaking global pandemic and upside down. I mean, even I think, you know, they say that kids that, you know, even when children are raised in families that are really connected, but they live in a neighborhood where they have to have bars on their windows, that in and of itself is traumatic I'm guessing that even if we're handling this pandemic really well, just the fact that we go outside and we see people walking around with masks on, or we walk into a building and they have a list of questions and want to take our temperature, like that in and of itself is creating stress for our brain and is creating trauma for our brain. So there is this underlying trauma that we're all living with. On top of that, there's all the details and flavors of our particular family dynamic, whatever's happening for us and work, um, health, mental health, online learning. So all of these things come together and it's like we're holding all of these threads, right? And and it's hard and it's hard and it's um, inappropriate for us to expect to be able to do it perfectly. It's inappropriate for us to expect to be able to do it um, without maybe not showing up as our best. I know just this last weekend, my daughter was having a hard time. They were down here visiting. And, you know, sometimes 
my mind, go, you know, with those old movies, you know, when they're somebody's kind of freaking out and in the old movies, they're like, slap, slap, slap across the face, like one, one way, the other way, the other way. And then they're like, get a, get a hold of yourself. Like in my mind, I am doing that to my daughter. I'm like, oh my God, get a hold of yourself. Like there are other things going on. And my compassion for her experience was very little. And not only am I feeling that way towards her, but then I'm also feeling like I'm not being a good mom, like I'm not being compassionate enough. I know it's not her fault, her her mental health is what it is. And so then I get to find humility and connect with her and feel crappy about how I treated her. And then my husband's in pain because of the procedure that he had on Friday. And then I've got this other child who is, I'm very aware, could be perhaps sliding into, well, my sibling is struggling. So I have to be super duper good. I have to be over the top together and responsible. And I know that's not healthy either. So all of these moving parts are happening all at once. And I know that this isn't just my individual experience. So if you're listening to this, and and Danielle, you already said, like, yes, I get this. If you're listening to this, just know that you're not having a unique experience. This is an experience that so many of us are having right now, like pandemic or not, right? But so many of us are having this experience right now. And I don't want you to feel like, because this is happening, like, this is something I say to my friends too, you know, just because we have cancer in our family does not mean you can't speak into the challenges that you're having. Like, there's no, my problems are worse than your problems. So don't even bother talking to me about what's going on with you. Like, it's all relative, right? It's all relative. And um, I think part of self-care is falling apart and holding space for ourselves to fall apart and finding some quiet time to, um, (laughs) oh, Simone. Simone said, what do you mean it isn't just us? I know, sorry, Simone, you're not special inside of your challenges. (laughs) We aren't as special as we think we are. Um, yeah, but going back to self-care, so I talk a lot about, you know, mindfulness and meditation and journaling um, and movement, but I think also like space to grieve, right? Space to let go, space to fall apart is really important to release the energy, right? I'm really into the energetics of being a parent, of being a human, really, the energetics of how it feels to be in relationship with other people, with the planet. Um, and we hold a lot of energy, right? We hold, that's why our shoulders are sore and our backs are sore is because we're holding that tension and that energy. And so part of self-care is really allowing ourselves to release it. And maybe it's by getting body work. Maybe you go get a massage. Maybe you go get some Reiki done or some acupuncture. Maybe it's a yoga class. Or maybe it is finding just the right movie to become the tipping point so that you can really release, 
you know? And one of my patrons, Jill, says she's grieved a lot regarding her girls and their mental health. Jill, we go back. I understand. I'm with you. And the grieving continues. Yeah, it's... Yes, the grieving continues. It's... um an ongoing process, right? It's just like when we want to, you know, increase our, I don't know, how quick we can run a mile. I don't want to do that. (laughs) But some people do. I'm thinking about my sister-in-law, who's a runner. Um, It's not just one day of training, right? It's really ongoing, continuous stepping in and choosing in. And if we're going to be who we want to be for ourselves and for our families, then we get to take that, have that self-reflection, have enough self-reflection to recognize, okay, I need to, one, let some things go. Where, what can I let go of? What do I need to release from my body? What kind of energy do I need to release from my body? And this isn't like pity party, you know, it's not, anything to feel bad about. And it's not, a. it's not, I think when we have the breakdown, a fall apart, it's more a moving through than it is a, like a, like a falling into the pit of despair. Right. And, and honestly, I am in my own practice of like those two things. What, what is it that, um, I just got totally distracted because Jill in the chat just asked a great question. What have I let go of? What have I let go of? Well, I haven't let go of anything yet, Jill. Um, But I am thinking about some things that I need to let go of with my business so that I can be more focused on my husband and my kids, which sounds like a no-brainer. But at the same time, my business, Joyful Courage, is like a family member. Like, it's really hard for me to not pour out into my community um, the way that I have been. And the great thing about the Joyful Courage community is you guys are totally compassionate and nobody's going to fault me and you aren't going to go anywhere. And, you know, I get to remind myself of that. So thanks for that question, Jill. Um, And then really like recognizing when I'm wallowing in the pit of despair versus allowing emotion to move through me and really feeling that. So those are two different things. And I am not an expert on either of those things. But I really wanted to bring it up today because it's like on my heart. I couldn't just talk about something today. I had an emotional morning and coming in here, like literally getting into my hotel room, setting up and hitting record. I can't just turn off what's real and relevant for me in this moment. So I had to bring it into the conversation. But, you know, my goal with all of this is to, I want it to be useful. I want you to feel seen. I want you to feel felt, right? Um, I want to share my experience because I know that it is a mirror for what's different details, but it's a mirror of the experience that so many people are having. And I also want to say there's nothing wrong with you if right now is really hard to manage. There's nothing wrong with you if right now is really hard for you to manage because this is 
what is happening? I mean, like, I can't even between the pandemic and the election and the personal stuff in my family. I'm like, what the hell? What is going on right now? And there's got to be purpose. Like, there's just my spiritual practice and beliefs really tell me there's got to be, this has got to be some kind of huge cleansing, ringing out, stepping up purpose that's going on with all of this right now. And uh, time will show us. In the meantime, how can we be inside of this in a way that is forwarding? Um, Simone mentioned in the chat, I never know if I'm wallowing or have allowed it to move through me until I'm on the other side and notice that the feeling went away or moved on. Yeah, it's tough. Yes. Well, I think that's, but that's really helpful actually, Simone, because, you know, if you're stuck in the pit, you're going to be there a while, (laughs) right? And so recognizing maybe some of the conversations that you're having in the pit that I'm having, I get to recognize, am I wallowing? Am I in this fixed mindset, right? It will never get better. It will always be like this. Like that's definitely a wallow conversation versus maybe identifying like, this is how I'm feeling and being in a more growth conversation. So it could be, I know that this is temporary and I'm feeling it with my whole body and I'm surrendering to this emotion. Yeah, I think that that could be something that I would like to explore more. Thank you for that, Simone. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. 
So that being said, I so appreciate every single one of you. Thank you to everybody who continues to reach out to me via email and private messages and in the groups uh, asking about how our family's doing. Um, I mean, all things considered, we are doing pretty well and um, we are in the most intense period and only at the very beginning of the most intense part of this cancer treatment journey. So my guess is I'll keep you updated because I'm an external processor and I don't know how to go through something without like bringing everybody along. Um, But keep sending those well wishes, keep just holding my family in really beautiful, white, pure, healing, health, light, vibration, prayers, whatever is your whatever is yours to give. Um, I so appreciate all of you. Thank you, ladies in the chat. Thanks for being with me today as I move through what's on my heart. Um, Thank you to everybody that's listening. I didn't even mention last week's show. It actually went live today with Ned Johnson. Has anybody in the chat already listened to today's podcast? Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. It's so good. I can't wait for you to listen. Okay, nobody's listened yet. Well, it's live, so listen to it. Um, I'm really excited to hear what you all uh, think about it because it was a great conversation, really relevant to right now and kids in school and autonomy and all the things. Um, but yeah, I've got some good good interviews coming up, my friends. Um, and my solo shows are gonna be a lot like this, I think. you know, It'll be a lot of, especially through... The month of October, a lot of me speaking from the heart through my experience. Thank you for holding space for me. Um, Yeah, really appreciate you. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next week. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. I am so incredibly grateful for the Joyful Courage community and the way that you show up for each other and for me. There are so many ways to stay connected beyond this podcast. You can follow Joyful Courage on Facebook and Instagram. You can join one of the Facebook discussion groups, either Live in Love with Joyful Courage or Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens. Uh, Also, remember, if you want to take it up a notch, you can join the Patreon community where you can catch live streams of the solo shows. We do monthly group calls and so much more. Check that out at patreon.com slash joyful courage, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash joyful courage. Big thanks to my team for all the ways they support me with my work. My editor, Chris Mann from Podshaper, my COO, Tay, who does more behind the scenes than you can ever imagine, my sweet daughter, Rowan, who's learning the ropes and supporting the publishing of the podcast. I will be back next week with a brand new interview. Until then, my friends, find your breath, release the tension in your body, move to the balcony seat and trust that everything's going to be okay. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. 
For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.